Hello and welcome to the Unfiltered Experience with Tara and Louisa. We are two girls who speak the truth about the struggle of never feeling enough whilst growing up in a world of filters and comparison. Here we will have raw, relatable and authentic conversations to empower you on your path to self-development. Come with us on the journey of unlearning. Welcome back to our 22nd episode, 22, shout out mm. Taylor Swift. Um, we are going to talk about today, we're going to do an episode on judgment and by no means are we free of judgment. God, no. I don't think anybody is. Yeah. It's a human experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so natural. So yeah, we want to do an episode on judgment um, this is what we've learned over the course of developing ourselves. Mm. Let's get into it. Yeah. So for me, I actually listened recently to another podcast um, by Georgie Stevenson, and she was talking about judgment. And it really landed with me because she was talking about detoxing off um, like trashy TV and trashy podcasts and sort of any news or uh, like outlet that's kind of putting people down. So podcasts that like cancel people or anything like that, because she found herself getting really trapped in like this addiction to listening to it and judging other people. And I really related to it in the sense, I mean, I don't listen to those sorts of podcasts and I definitely don't really watch those sorts of TV shows apart from maths, but I think we all do. Uh, but I really thought about that when I deleted social media and I've noticed how much I judge people less when I'm not seeing their stuff all the time. Mm. And when I was listening to it and she was saying that when we basically judge others, like we're judging ourselves, Mm. you know, and we love seeing people fail because that means we're not in that box. I'm not you. I'm better than you because I haven't done that thing. And, you know, that keeps me safe. But in turn of keeping me safe, it also keeps me really limited. So it keeps me in a little box Mm. of like, you're doing that and you're getting cancelled for that or, you know, people are shaming you publicly because you made that decision and I'm not going to make that decision so I'm safe. But basically when you stay safe, you stay small. And I know for me I've stayed really small my whole life Mm. because of fear of being judged by other people. And when I noticed that that fear of being judged by others comes from my judgment on others. Mm. It was like, oh, my God. Light bulb. Light bulb moment. Well, 100%. I think what you've touched on is perfect because it's like, why do we judge others? Mm. We judge others because we may feel inadequate in certain areas of our lives. And when we judge others, it's a defense. Yes. So it's a defense against that insecurity. So when I see someone on social media that has the life that I want, it's more comfortable for me to be resentful at them or to have a judgment against them rather than face how I truly feel about my own life. Mm. So if I feel inadequate about certain areas of my body and I see someone with that body type, I'm like, it's a really unhealthy, but like child, it's a child part of me that like wants to push that person away and makes them Mm. like wrong or incorrect. Yeah. And it's a safety mechanism because I don't want to face like the truth of how I really feel. So it's another addiction. If we look at addiction, we talked last week with alcohol and drugs, like we can change how we feel with alcohol and drugs and judgment's another one of those things that Mm. changes how we feel. It changes and it becomes a distraction to our authentic truth. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I had a really big sort of wake up call recently when I had been judging someone a lot Mm. and I was judging them probably more based off how hurt I was from their actions from the past. Mm. And, but my judgment kind of came from a protective mechanism of I'm better than you. I'm not doing what you're doing. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm better because I'm safe over here, which is so toxic and really unhealthy. And I, and I only stayed in that space for about 24 hours before I pulled myself out of it. But what pulled me out of it, unfortunately, was seeing this person be extremely vulnerable about the position they were in. Mm. And it was like, instantly, we're not in battle. We're not in conflict. So my judgment really quickly turned around on me and it was like, have a look at yourself. You know, you're no better than any single person in this room Mm. yet because you're hurt by this person or because of the actions of this person, you think you are Mm. because that keeps you nice in the nice little box, you know? And, um, you know, when I realized that this person had just made a human error, Mm. like just a general mistake, like we all have, I don't know. I just realized I'm like, I'm Mm. no better than you. I'm no different to you. And they always say like, when you're pointing the finger at someone, you got three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah. And it was a big wake up call for me to look at myself and look at my own insecurities. Why am I threatened by this person? Why do I feel the need to compare myself to this person about where they're at instead of having love and compassion Mm. for them no matter what? Mm. Oh my God. The goal. (laughs) I love it. I like what you said, like we've got three fingers pointing back to us as in we can't get away with our judgment. I Mm. think like I really relate to that stuff around like the gossip podcasts and stuff. There's often two sides of where I sit and a lot of them, a lot of where I sit is often dependent on my cycle as well. Mm. But usually a really good temperature gauge of my spiritual health or my perspective is when I know where I'm at when I'm dealing with traffic, what I'm consuming and what I'm leaning towards consuming. So what type of podcast, what type of music? So when I'm like listening to positive music and I'm looking at podcasts that are like all about the authentic self and I'm listening to like Jay Shetty or Gabby Bernstein or I have an array of podcasts on my library that are self-development but I also have an array of podcasts that aren't they're not necessarily gossip podcasts but they're definitely more junk media Mm. and I'm not putting down those podcasts at all but I know depending on where I'm at I will search for things that align with where I'm at so those junk media podcasts, yes, they're fun and they're great to sort of like, um, you know, have a break from my head and just sort of have fun and listen to, but they can take another form where it starts to infect how I see the world. So, you know, I start judging people on Married at First Sight, which, you know, most people would be more than comfortable with. (laughs) But then if I am comfortable with that judgment, it can leak into other areas of my life. So it can leak into how I see myself. It can leak into how I see my friends, my family, my partner. And, you know, suddenly I'm in traffic 
and I've got no patience for anyone. I'm resentful at every driver on the road. Whereas when I'm in that, like listening to like those authentic podcasts and listening to positive music, I'm like, oh, I'll let you in, you know, oh, she's, you know, driving slow. Maybe she's really nervous. Like I have this second voice that is connected to love and faith and I have a lot more patience and space for other people. Whereas when I'm like on the other side of that, it's like, I'm resentful, fearful and angry and that's how I am in every area of my life. And I I actually made a decision a while ago to stop listening and watching horror movies because it was lowering my vibration and I really felt so much fear and anxiety after I'd watch horror movies or documentaries on murder, even though it was like really addictive and interesting and oh my God and like shock value. I would leave watching those documentaries and I'd be sus on people. I'd be scared walking alone. I wouldn't want to like get to my car in a car basement on my own. And so I'm starting to see the world in this really unhealthy perspective. And obviously you need a healthy sense of fear, but I knew I needed to stop watching those things because it was lowering my own ability to manifest. Mm. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The perspective, like I... I had to make a similar decision when it came to TV shows that we watch. Mm. Like anything that was like binge worthy of crime or, you know, women being kidnapped and murdered. Like I started to believe that that was going to happen to me. Yeah. And it was like all of a sudden, because it is like there's, you know, we talk about manifesting and, um, you know, creating a life beyond your wildest dreams, but basically what you think you become. So if you think more, negative dark like Mm. you know those sort of like intrusive thoughts like feeding into that narrative and that story like that becomes your reality whereas when you're when you're in a high vibration and you're attracting positive energy you're going to see more of that so you're Mm. going to see the good in people you're going to see the kindness in people you're going to be more want to be more kind to others and I know when similar to what you're saying when I'm in a space of judgment I am so resentful at everybody. Mm. Like I noticed mm. and I did it today. Like I went to Zara and I know they're renowned for being rude, but there's, I've just got this thing. I walk in with this attitude, like, fuck you. Mm. And then when they show me that I want to fight back, you know, like I want to be like, Oh, like I want to fucking say something to you. Mm. But you know, when I, when I'm in a space of being grounded and healthy in like a healthy mindset, It doesn't even bother me. I don't even notice. And Mm. the biggest indicator for me was when I lived with this housemate. And I'll never forget this. It was one of the biggest life lessons I ever learned. I hated the way she lived. So I hated the way she ate. I hated the way she left her dishes everywhere. I hated the way she never put her clothes away. She never made her bed. Like her shit was fucking everywhere. (laughs) And I hated her. Like I loved her, but I just could not stand her. But there would be so many days where I would come home and I'd be like, it doesn't faze me. Mm. I'm, I'm good with it. It's fine. It's not my business. It's not my part of the house. It's not my life. That's how you choose to live. That's your choice. And that was de- dependent on my perspective. Mm. So how much did it would affect you? Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. I was having a bad day or I was in a really negative space in my head, I would come home and lose it at her. Mm. Fucking clean up your shit. La, la, la. Like I can't fucking live like this. And it's like my projection of how I felt was a 
direct reflection mm. of where I was at in my life. Yes. Oh my God. Because I think the reality is like when we're in better than, mm. we're always going to become less than again. Whereas when we see others as equal, we're always going to be worthy to ourselves. Yeah. And so if you have an issue with someone and you're struggling with judgment and it can be justified 100%, try and remember that like you want to see them with compassion for you and your relationship that you have with yourself. Because when we practice judging others and being harsh on others in our mind and in our thoughts, we're also practicing being harsh on ourselves. Mm. So even if you can't forgive the other person or you don't want them in your life, that's cool. But the exercise of having compassion for somebody else's position or their behavior will then gain, have ripple effects in your own self-esteem and your own self-worth. And I think that was like one of the biggest revelations for me in my recovery because I was so down on myself. I had this low self-esteem and, you know, I had all these behaviors that protected that low self-esteem that was contributing to the low self-esteem. And, you know, I thought that I was trying to cultivate like self-care practices and, oh, I want to change my self-esteem. I want to do self-love things, but I was allowing for space and anger and resentment against others because I thought it was justified. Mm. And maybe it is, but the thing, the reality is my relationship with myself could not change when I'm still thinking like that. Mm. Because as soon as I do something that, you know, I make a mistake, which all humans do, I'm shaming myself and judging myself for the mistake as I would if somebody else had made it. Mm. And that's really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to see others for their humanness as we see ourselves. H- having said that, we can't fix our judgment by judging ourselves for our judgment. Mm. So if you're experiencing a lot of judgment towards others, and usually that's just our muscle memory, you know, that's how we've been trained to think. It might be how we were brought up. It might be how our parents think. It might be how our school environment was. Judging ourselves and becoming aware of our judgment is the first step to change. So you might be at the beginning of your path and, okay, I want to start moving towards love and moving towards a different vibration and towards compassion towards others. But, you know, someone that I don't necessarily love so much does something and I want to judge them and you have judgment towards them. And so instead of shaming ourselves for that judgment and judging ourselves, oh, why do I think like this? I'm better than this. Like, you know, and getting down on ourselves about that judgment, we have to witness that judgment with love and compassion. Mm. So that's okay that I'm having those thoughts. This is how I've always thought. This is just a routine for me. You know, I have compassion towards my thinking and slowly it'll dissipate until we're able to extend that compassion to the other person. Mm. And it's about just building that momentum of compassion. Yes. And I think it can work in either way, but the more compassion and love we have for ourselves, mm. the more compassion and love we're going to have for others. So Louisa and I have been practicing this lately by saying to each other, whenever something comes up that we don't like, or someone does a behavior we don't like, we will never go into this gossip about them. It's like all the love, peace and love, peace and love, sending them well wishes. Yeah. And I hope you're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you start to say those things out loud, you start to believe them Mm. and you start to believe them about yourself. You start to believe them about others. And 
you know, if we can forgive ourselves for our own mistakes and, and with the story I spoke about earlier with this person I had in my life, mm. I can forgive myself for those mistakes that mm. she's made. So I can forgive her too. Yeah. Like, and so those small practices of like, how would I treat myself? How would I treat my best friend? Mm. And in extending that to others, because when you see people for their human, like their humanness, mm. you see that they're f- everybody's flawed. Like everybody makes mistakes and everybody deserves to have peace and freedom from that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, changing the way you think. And, and I'll never forget when my partner and I saw the spiritual healer in Bali and he said to me, to us both, he said, you both need to stop speaking so negatively. And so we started to pull each other up in our relationships. And it was like a commitment we made to ourselves Mm. that when we started to talk negatively about someone else, we would pull it up and start to talk about positive things. What are we grateful for? And I tell you right now, I was so fucking pissed off the first time I was trying to vent to him about something that had happened to me. And he goes, but what, what has she done for you? Like, what can you be grateful for that she's done? And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Like, yeah, I, here I am wanting to just like put this person down because they've hurt me. Mm. But, you know, think of all the nice things they've done for me too. And that's not to discredit the pain, but it's just a nice way to reframe our thinking mm. and catch ourselves is to in- include someone else. Well, I think like, yeah, there's definitely a process when it comes to managing a resentment. For me, like... I had this huge resentment against something that happened in my childhood. And so sometimes you have to go through the process of processing those angry feelings to come out to the other side to love. Mm. And we don't want to suppress our truth with like love. You know, we don't want to be like, oh, no, no, I can't feel negative emotions ever. I can't judge ever. Like I, I have to just like cover it with gratitude and love. There's practices you can do as someone in the self-development world to process that resentment. Like I did an exercise, you know, not at the start of the year. Again, Gabby Bernstein, she does this exercise called Rage on the Page where I you put a set of timer for 20 minutes and you just rage and write all the narratives and all the anger and mm. all the stuff that you're hurt over and get it out of your body, let it go. Maybe it's exercise that helps you or, you know, but I guess when we engage with another person and we get into that ritual of like ranting about somebody else to someone else, it can become a toxic habit. Mm. And to be challenged around that stuff, sometimes like for you in that situation, like maybe you weren't ready to be challenged to get to that place, Mm. you know, and that's okay. But it's good that like, you're brought to the solution. But I think like for anyone that might be go, Oh no, that's too far fetched. I can't, I can't just like jump to love. (laughs) The best way to do it is get it out on a piece of paper. Get, we constantly are inventorying our life and our relationships and people that were resentful over. I not long ago had some, I mean, I still do. I'm navigating some stuff with um, someone in my life and I'm really powerless over their judgment on me. Mm. And, um, and it's really hurtful. Like what you said, like there's a lot of pain associated when somebody hurts you and a defense to that pain is judgment and shaming them. Mm. And, you know, feeling like, 
okay, well, my judgment's justified because you're wrong. And maybe they like, they are wrong, but living in that reality of that person's wrong and I'm angry at them is only harming me. Yeah. And so I did this meditation for like a week um, about seeing the light in them. Mm. Regardless, I see the light in myself. I see the light in you. And uh, by no means am I in a place where I feel that all the time. But when I'm getting really enveloped in that resentment, I have to bring it back to like, connecting to something greater than me because otherwise like it's just going to bring me down mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I guess it comes back to our relationship with ourselves. like we always want to be like connecting to the highest version of ourselves so as a takeaway from this episode just to move into a solution we have an actionable task that you can sit down and do all you need is a pen and paper mm-hmm. and if you're ever in judgment which will come up probably daily, but if it's ever coming to a point where it's consuming you and you feel like you need some relief from that, Louisa and I have a sort of wheel task that you can write out to move through this. So usually our judgment begins from an event. So for example, you'd write the event event first. So for here, I've got an example. My mum yelled at me. So then you would write, do an arrow, and then you'd write your reaction. So The reaction could be, I yelled back, I cried, I got angry at her. Slam the door, smash something. Yeah. Et cetera. Then we'd do an arrow around what it was really about. So what is under my reaction? Mm. So what was under my reaction if my mum yelled at me was fear of abandonment. Mm. So I was scared that she'd leave me. I was scared that I was unlovable or something really core, like a core belief or core wounding. Then next arrow, what I did. So what I actually did in response to my reaction. So I went into victim, for example. I went into victim. I called Tara and I ranted about my mom and, you know, I brought up the past or whatever. You come around the circle with another arrow point, how I felt later. So how did you feel later after you'd gone through that process of judgment and having a reaction? So you might feel shameful, you might feel guilty, you might feel sad. And then in the middle of the circle, you're going to write what the opposite action would have been. So having acceptance for my mum, surrendering how I feel, looking at her with love, and you're going to then focus on creating more of those positive attributes in your life. If you connect to prayer, you'd pray for those perspectives. If you're more of an intentions or a journal person, maybe you journal on those prompts and, and write about how you can connect to those three things. Mm. I will leave you with that. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Please tag us if you do the exercise or send us a message. We'd love to see it. Love it. Thank you.